Oh my god, I don't know why this thing always screws up. This, this freaking ah, god, I'm, I'm gonna start over again. So, hi, welcome hi. to Geeks with Kids. I'm Eric, I'm your host, and now you can hear me. So, all those people that were here talking, listening to you guys, um, when we were chatting, just making fun of Marcus, no one yeah. heard it, no one heard it. It's fine, it's fine. But this is Geeks with Kids, the bi weekly geeky podcast from a parenting point of view. I am your host, as I said earlier, Eric. You may not have heard it because the microphone wasn't on. But there, there's also Shouse, Hawk, and Marcus on the journey with me. How's it going, guys? Excellent. Fantastic. <laughs> Is pretty it good? Pretty yeah, good. Pretty good. Things Par- are party time. Excellent. Excellent. Yeah. Josh Gads, um, what was it called? Um, his The re- Reunited Apart. Reunited Apart had Wayne's World today, and it is so wonderful. Good. Uh, we don't n- normally um, promote other people's stuff, but I don't think Josh Gad needs promotion from us. <laughs> I think we need Josh Gad to <laughs> be on the show. We need Josh Gad's promotion. Oh my God, that would be amazing. But his yeah. his um, YouTube series is amazing. He gets casts from old movies that he grew up with to come and talk, and then they donate to charity. So today was Wayne's World, and he had most of the cast on. And it was amazing. That's awesome. Including, That's amazing. oh, I don't want to ruin it because you guys, I want you guys to see it because there are some people on there that I didn't expect to show up and it's wonderful. Did he get Kirby? Yeah, of course he did. Oh, nice. <laughs> of course he got the main two and the director and some other people. It's fun. Did you see it, shows? I sent it to you earlier today. Yeah, I saw the first maybe um, it's a 10 long minutes one. or so of it. I, I, I got to finish it, but I did see the beginning, and, and those two got right into character right away. It was awesome. I don't think they get out of character the whole time. No. And it's so <laughs> good to hear them. He talks about Toronto a lot, like Mike Myers and Scarborough, and it's nice to hear him talk about him being a Canadian boy. Um, because yeah. I ended up watching a documentary, so let's start what we, like we always do with uh, what's good in our lives. And I'll start first because why not? Um, I ended up watching a documentary on Prime Video, I think. And it was called Being Canadian. And it's a documentary I've been trying to see for the past, I don't know, five years. I think it came out in 2015. And it's by Robert Cohen, who who is a Canadian, but he lives in LA now. He's a sitcom writer. And the premise came out of him going to pitch meetings and storyboard uh, story meetings. And when people find out he's Canadian, they always end up talking to him differently and being like, Oh yeah. Oh God, a Canadian. <laughs> like he was hiding it, but he was like, no, we're just, we're just normal people. So he, he went across Canada in seven days um, from the East coast to the West coast, um, trying to document what it's, what, it, what is it like being Canadian? And it, it he interviews like, Who's who's of Canadian? Mike Myers in it. The Guess Who, the Bare Naked Ladies, uh, Kim Campbell. There's like all these like political and and artists and all these people in it. It's so good. It's such a good documentary. It made me feel good because it also makes fun of us, <laughs> but it also makes fun of Americans too. So you know, just a little bit. Like they were in L.A. or not L.A. Las Vegas, and he was talking to people, and they're like, "So how many people? What do you think the population of Canada is?" And they're like, uh, I don't know, 4,000? And he's like, yeah, yeah, you're really close to that. <laughs> yeah. Wow. 4,000. We're, we're, we're going to vaccinate the whole population in like half a day. It's going to be great. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. He's, and, and then the one thing that everyone was asked, like they, they asked all of the the celebrities like Dan Aykroyd and, and Eugene Kelly and all the Catherine O'Hara. Um, they're like, there's, there's big names in this. And they're like, what's the one question without fail that people ask you when they find out you're Canadian and they're like, 
And people are like, oh, it's got to be the igloo, right? <laughs> we live in igloos, right? That's, that's the question we always get asked. <laughs> and it's true. Like, I've been asked that question uh, in the States. I've, I've been asked that. I have family from the States, and they've asked that question. Oh, my God. Like, people. family. People. <laughs> like, it, it almost seems like a stereotype like, about Americans that they'd be that ignorant of Canada that they would even ask that kind that, of question. That being said, they've all they went. He went around the world asking people what they thought about Canadians. Like, what's your typical Canadian? They're like, I don't know, cold. <laughs> <laughs> like we, like we feel cold. Like, like we're always when cold. We touch you, we're cold. It, it is. It like in their defense, it is quite cold like, outside was, right now. It is very cold outside. It is very cold today. I went out today but in a fall jacket, and I was like. Nope, this is, this is too, too I, cold. For I me. am wearing long johns right now. Oh, and they feel fantastic. Uh, two weeks ago, I bought jogging pants at Old Navy, and they have the the elasticy bottom for your feet for, for your feet, and it's nice. It's probably one of the best <laughs> things I did in a long time. We, we we need them as a sponsor. Old Navy, yeah, yeah. for for jogging pants oh. and, and just for jogging work. pants or or, uh, yeah. or long johns. I would love that. All right, Chess, what's good in your life? What are you yumming on? Sorry, Ooh, Hawk, okay. I stole that from you. <laughs> <laughs> well, right before we uh, we started recording, I was just mentioning to you guys that um, even though, you know, I got my PS5 and I'm playing with my PS5 and, you know, I, I could be playing PS5 games. I've actually gotten really <laughs> excited about um, playing God of War, which is a game that sort of passed me by. Um, I, I hadn't played it on the PS4 and, and it looks incredible on the PS5. Like it just looks gorgeous. And, and I, I don't know, I, 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 I enjoyed the God of War games back on like the, the early PlayStation consoles. And mm-hmm. this is a very different experience as, as you guys and our, our viewers probably already know. Um, but I'm just experiencing it for the first time. I think we did a time. review of it like a number of years ago. I can't remember. Hawk? Yeah, your, your show goes right to my, uh, my junk mail, so I don't know. Oh, chill, chill. <laughs> as long as I get oh. your money from that sub, I'm fine. <laughs> oh, yeah. There you go. Uh, but, but anyway, yeah, the... Um, I'm really enjoying God of War. I'm enjoying it, playing it with the PS5 controller. Um, I, I am like the, the the haptic feedback and everything. I mean, it's not specifically designed for that it's controller. The, it's the same as the PS4 one. So you can literally use the PS4 controller on the PS5 and it would be mm-hmm. the same. It still, it still feels really good though. Like they, they do a good job of, of um, making you feel immersed in that, in that world. So I'm having fun with that right now. It's funny. You talk about the controller and, as I was thinking about today's episode, the one thing that kept coming through my mind is I can't believe that now when we do reviews, we have to talk about how the controller feels because that's yeah, a very that's important thing now, yeah. which is crazy. Um, yeah. Anyway, so God of War 2018, I believe my yeah. second favorite game of the year. Number one was Spider-Man. Um so that was a good year. And, for and, and so it was a good year for games. And I mean, yeah. I, I was able to grab it because of the, the PSN uh, collection plus collection. Right. Yeah. So I was able to just quickly download that onto the PS five and, mm-hmm. and just go for it. Spe- um, yeah. Speaking of, of the PSN collection before you continue, sorry, Shaz, yeah. I'm cutting you off um, for those who don't have a PS five, but have a PS four and they want these games, just have your friends log onto their PS fives and then, They'll add all of these games to your collection. So, Hawk, if you want to um, do that, I'll log on to my PS5 and get you all those games. All right, cool. Because you have PS Plus, right? So I just have to log in and, as you and then... Yeah, yeah, just a regular subscription. And then just add those all. Pro tip, nice. pro gamer tip from a Twitch affiliate. <laughs> 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 sorry, sorry Shaz, keep on going. 
And the other thing was that I'm still playing Animal Crossing. Um, <laughs> yeah. You're the it, only I, one. I don't know. I'm like 900 hours or something into it. I've oh put a God. lot of time into that game. <laughs> Everybody uh, is. Not me. But, I, um, I haven't been on my island in like two months. Yeah, they're they're doing the whole Christmas uh, or holiday season thing, so um, you can start to collect uh, Christmas decorations and toys, and uh, and I know that as it gets through the month of December, we're gonna start to see snow start to appear on the islands. Do I really and, want uh, snow in a video game and outside? Well, you don't have to shovel the one in the video game. Okay, that's fair. Yeah, I have a rotator <laughs> cuff injury. I can't shovel now, anyways. <laughs> is that the? So you make Megan do it? Uh, well, no, no, I can make the children do it. <laughs> that's why we have them. You, you can come inside enough. when it's done. And that's the parenting advice for this week. There you go. Have your children do your manual yeah, labor for exactly. you. Exactly. I have a lawn chair. I'll put it up front and be like, "Oh, you missed the spot. You should salt that. You know, people can slip. This, this hot chocolate's not going to drink itself. I mean, come on." <laughs> Your marshmallows are melting, guys. Your marshmallows. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Shall we move on? Are you good, Joes? I'm good, yeah. Let's move on down to Hawk. Um, what am I yumming on this week? Yeah. Um, nothing too specific. Nice. Mm-hmm. Very nice. Um, nothing too specific. Mostly just you know, waiting Friday to Friday for you know our favorite show. The Mandalorian uh, is so good <laughs> this season. Dude. Although Amazing. I have issues with this season, but I do still like it. We'll, yeah, have, we'll yeah, have a talk in a couple of weeks when we do the finale review. Oh my God, there's only like two more weeks. Yeah. I know. Right. So, uh, since there's nothing too specific in that, and you did mention Josh Gad earlier, and I, I'll give a shout out to a movie I saw on Amazon Prime, Little Monsters. I don't know if anybody here has seen that yet. Oh, no. Oh, my God. Little Monsters? Like, are we talking yeah. like the old 80s Little Monsters or whatever it was, 90s no, or something? No, it, it was a very recent uh, comedy horror uh, film starring Lupita Nyongo and uh, Josh Gad in a supporting role as a children's entertainer. I've never just, heard of oh this. Oh, my Oh, what? it's a really? it's a really great movie. I sat down. I thought it might be cheesy. Uh, it oh, turned out to be an amazing little movie. And, uh, and Hawk brought a clip with him. Eric, roll the clip. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. uh, oh, we we don't have it today. Okay, next time. <laughs> it's just it's clip from Mac and me of the wheelchair going off. Uh, oh, I should have that set up. That's a good idea. Nice. <laughs> I gotta write that down. Oh my god. <laughs> Holy crap, there's a little monster. This is a new Little Monsters movie. This is awesome. Is it based on the oh. old movie? No, I don't, oh, I don't know. This so. is this no. this is about No, no, um, no. Lupita Nyong'o plays a school teacher and that who, who she really great with kids. She motivates them through playing like Taylor Swift's uh, you know, uh, song that her famous one in that on Shake the ukulele. Jake it off. Yeah. yeah. Uh Anyways, she takes the kids to a, a little petting zoo expedition and that uh, right at the same time as a zombie outbreak at a nearby military base happens. What? So, yes. That's- I, I'm just seeing this one still of Josh Gad and it looks hilarious. It's the truck in the background says, he, hi ho kiddly winks. Yeah, he steals it like in the middle, middle of the movie and that when all the action is happening and that oh, just the mask comes off and he, oh. Oh man. What? what are, so good. Uh, if if you haven't seen it, add it to your list. Give it a watch this weekend. Uh, absolutely, that sounds amazing. Oh my god, that sounds so good. <laughs> I love this. Um, I also just realized that I wasn't recording this, but, but oh my goodness, shows something. Oh my god, I put that uh, overlay behind something. Which overlay? 
Thank you, Shelf, uh, for, the, for the sub. I don't know where yeah. that, <laughs> where that uh, overlay goes, but it's it's kind okay. of like behind. Yeah, it's there. behind you, and I don't know how to change that. E. That's for future Eric to figure out. You, you got to make it like pop up in the middle of the screen and do all kinds of crazy stuff. Yeah, or make make it do the Mac and me thing. That's what the future. The future. Every will. time yeah. someone subscribes, that Mac and me scene appears. That, that is exactly what I want to do. <laughs> yeah, perfect. Um, but it, this this sounds amazing. It's on Amazon Prime. You said in Canada. Yes. Which means it's probably yeah. in the same thing in the states because we have like the lesser version. We have. Of, yeah, we have of a quarter of what they have. Uh, anyway. Oh, Canada. Any, anything else? Uh, you're enjoying Hollow Knight. I know that. <laughs> uh, enjoy, enjoying hating. It's, uh, it's all mixed emotions. That's how that game works. It's one of it's my favorite fa- games. It's a, it's a fantastic experience. Speaking of a game that um, I love that's in the 8-bit format, Scott Pilgrim vs. the World is coming back. Um, that old I saw that, yeah. Off. It's coming out in January. They just released the, the date today. So get it on PC, PS4, Xbox One. And then it's up, you know, you can play it on PS5 or Xbox Series X because of that. Okay. What else? Uh, let's go on over to Marcus. How's it going? What are you liking? What are you yumming on? Hey, buddy. Hi. Uh, I, uh, well, uh, of course, there's the Mandalorian. Loving that as as usual. Um, uh, I guess there hasn't been much. Uh, you know what? I just finished uh, Miles Morales Spider-Man game uh, like two nights ago or three nights ago, um, which was the greatest thing. But the craziest part was like I'm sitting there playing it on the PS5. I've got my headphones on. Everything's blocked out. I'm literally in the last fight. Uh, I'm not going to say. Oh, what's such an emotional. It was just like so much is happening, and I'm literally like the last sequence of fighting and I'm going, I'm going crazy. And all of a sudden I just see these hands waving at me and I'm so tunnel vision. I barely noticed them, but then I like stop and I pause and I look over and my wife's just like frantically waving her arms to me. I'm like, what's going on? She's like, can you watch the baby? I have to go to the bathroom. I'm like, no, (laughs) (laughs) it was just, Oh, it was, it's that kind of moment when you, when you know you're about to sneeze and it's the best sneeze ever. And then you just get stopped and you're like, my kid did that to me today with a sneeze. Oh, my eldest. Oh, gee. Mm. But I was like, I love you. Yeah. I was like, I can't get mad at you. Um, the game was amazing though. I, God, I wish there was more to it. Like Mm -hmm. I wish it was bigger. Um, I just really hope that the next spider-man series games that we get if we get them i hope we get them oh yeah it's like i hope it's kind of like they do that like the team up kind of thing where you can like play as both or switch off between characters or something like that that's what i assume this game was gonna be when when they first that's what i I was hoping that because like the first bit starts like you know with both of you and everything Uh, or or i would also be totally amicable to a a spider universe crossover thing with the multiverse Mm. i would would love that Sorry, uh, that would be big, that would be sorry that would be bigger than the Batman Arkham games. Uh, yeah, it would they're, doing this, they're they're developing the same thing going yeah. forward, and that so there's got to be something in the that, works, right? That for new the Justice League uh, game, or not Justice League Suicide Squad game, looks like a four player Batman game, and it looks amazing. Oh yeah, that's I think that I think that's their new format, and I hope that's kind of going to transfer onto all the other games. Yeah. Um, be really, really awesome. The because um, I also just rewatched Spider Verse the other night, and God, that is a good, oh, good, it. good movie. It's, you say it that. dropped on Netflix. Yeah, I, I watched yeah. it. On, I, I just I saw keep it, it by like, my yeah, side. So. Yeah, you do. Because yeah, like, I'm watching it. Like the music in it is so good. Like 
everything, everything. The animation is yeah. fantastic. The voice actors are great. Oh, love it. I, I was love telling it. Shouse this a little while ago, and the first thing I listened to with these earphones was this Into the Spider-Verse soundtrack. Yeah, and and that soundtrack came up on my Twitch uh Oh no, my Twitch. Uh, Spotify. Uh, Spotify. Most played. My, my my Spotify best of 2020 was See, that particular yeah, album. I, yeah. I have that album on my um, phone because I bought it, um, and then <clears throat> my Spotify um, thing was all like into the unknown and frozen yeah. and all the stuff my kids <laughs> listen to. So there, I'm looking at it it's like into the unknown, Teen Beach movie, My Little Pony, and then something yeah, else. Sounds about right. And then, it, and then it was churches, and I'm looking at the song that it's a church's song, and it's my daughter's favorite church's song. I was like, okay, so this is all her throughout. <laughs> <laughs> not one of these things is mine, and I'm fine with it. You that. have not made an impact that no, year. Not at all. Um, but I did like that my number one genre was musical theater, and, you know, that was that was surprising. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Totally. Mine too. Totally. Um Anyway, so we're going to jump onto the news because that's what we do next. There's not many news items because I want to actually talk about these two games and I don't want to spend forever on it. Um, so, <laughs> number one on the list, um, Legendary Films has announced that there's going to be seven more Kings Kingsman films because there's already two out and a third one was supposed to come out this year but got delayed because of the virus, the Rona. What do you guys think about the seven news film? Seven. I saw the first one. Think. Was the second one any good? The second one, the second one had its had had some right. moments, but the the problem that I had there with the second one was, I feel like they tried to recapture the same like exact feel as the first one when it really should have been something different. It yeah. really should yeah. have been like a stand on its own, on its own merit kind of thing. Yeah. Like even but, the training, like the training aspect of yeah. it, like they tried to make it exactly the same as that first little bit. There were amazing parts, though, in the second one, though. Things that kind of, like, I still quote to this day. <laughs> I Actually, I cannot sing uh, Take Me Home, Country Roads, without just, singing it like Mark fucking Strong. I do the same thing so, to Megan all the so time. Country Roads, take me home. <laughs> so good. So good. And the way he stands when he sings it, too. Like, holy shit. Uh, Love that so much. Also, hearing Elton John swear is great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like you know, it's 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 not a bad watch. I I would suggest watching it. Don't like. Oh no, I would definitely watch it. Yeah. I I me and Chris will like watch the Kingsman movies every once in a while because we love them, especially the first one. The first the one first was one's way better. Gold. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, very we so. saw that in theaters and we did not expect anything, especially yeah. that ending. <laughs> yeah. No. Um. Yeah. <laughs> also, also the uh, the second Kingsman build itself really highly with being like Channing Tatum. Channing Tatum is the American Kingsman, Channing Tatum. And then he's out of the entire movie. He's not there at all. I totally forgot who's there. Which actually yeah. probably was a better choice anyway in the long run. I like Channing Tatum. Oh no, there's I have nothing wrong with Channing Tatum. Nothing against Channing Tatum. But Pedro Pascal was there for oh, more of it. And so honestly, he's freaking incredible. <laughs> Much better energy spent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. So, I mean, it's not that Channing Tatum was bad. It's just that I loved whiskey. <laughs> he was fantastic. Whiskey. Um, whiskey. Ne- next up on the list, Warner Brothers has announced it's releasing its full tw- what, 17 film slate of 2021 films on HBO Max the same day that it's releasing them in theaters. Um, yeah. 
Thoughts? I don't this like includes it. like big films like Suicide Squad yeah. Two, Matrix Four. Um, I don't like it ones? because like I don't like this because like I don't have HBO Max. I have never intended to get HBO Max. So now it's like if I want to see these movies, I'm being forced to buy a subscription to HBO Max, which we can't get in like Canada. That. Yeah, and it's yeah. gonna be which we can't which we can't get it. And then like on top of that, like even even if we did, like it's just it's it's kind of that bullshit like well i don't know there's already so many streaming services we have to pay for let let me just buy, buy the movie in its own right let me stream it somewhere where it's a yeah. neutral streaming if i could vod it i would rather that than for sure 100 i will pay the money for it that's not the problem the problem is you're trying to force me to buy into another streaming service that i don't want to get into Mm-hmm. Fuck off! <laughs> yeah, and, and you're not even going to get it as part of the streaming service. You know they're going to do a Disney Plus on this. No, point. they're not. They they actually announced that they said that there's no additional cost for these films. So they're, they're, so they're not going to make any money that way. How? Why would they do that? They, the the way they would make money is if they went from their something like I think they have nine million subscribers right now. If they went up to twenty five million subscribers by the end of the year, they would make back their money. Whoa! Okay. Wow. So they're really banking on people jumping onto the HBO Max train. Yeah. 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 Now I have HBO Max as part of Crave. No, no, no. I, you have I, HBO, not HBO Max. Right. Yeah. We right. And so we were but I got the that HBO plus movies package, which yeah. they reminded us very clearly in Canada that that does not mean we're gonna get any movies. <laughs> <laughs> you don't they actually get say that? Nice. Keep giving us money, but no, you don't get anything. Yeah, you yeah. get the regular HBO with the regular old movies, not any of those old, old new movies, fancy yeah. ones. <laughs> You get the 3D movies, not the 4K ones. <laughs> ah. Um, I, yeah, I, I, I 100% agree with Marcus. Like, I would rather VOD this than yeah. have to subscribe to something else. Like, well, I, I don't understand why that isn't something that's being problem solved right now. Like, everyone's freaking out about the death of movie theaters, and why aren't the movie theaters investing in this as a, as a, as a a stop all to it all, you know, like, okay, well now if we stream from a movie theater online, doesn't that solve the problem? Isn't that exactly what you want us to do? Hmm. That's like, like I actually I like to have Cineplex actually have a streaming service. A stream, you would pay a for streaming service, but not even like, not even like a, a subscription streaming service, just the ability to go to their website and rent buy or whatever their, their movies and just watch them. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, you have to should have done. Yeah, you have you have one day to watch this film. You've paid for it. Enjoy. Mm-hmm. Like that's it. I would be down with. That. I totally agree. I would have bought it on VOD myself. And that I mean, their biggest concern is that you know this is like deep dark waters that they're venturing into in that because they know once it hits some sort of a digital format for streaming and that then it's also up for piracy mm-hmm. and that's where that's it's this unknown ground that they're really scared of and that that they're going to be losing out on huge swaths of money in that uh by not controlling the medium in which everybody yeah. sees it on that being said if you're if you were part of like if you already had hbo max or if it was netflix that allowed these films what would you think i, I assume we would all be thrilled but it's the fact well, that I'd, be, I'd be happy if i already had hbo max somehow or if like you know that'd be great but at the same time uh, well, I mean, as long as if they don't try to pull the Disney Plus crap where it's like $35 and you can watch this for a couple months or whatever for, before everybody else. Like, I'm sorry, the Mulan thing is still bullshit to me. <laughs> it's, it's now free on the service. 
by the way. Yeah, yeah, I know. I waited, and I still don't even want to watch it because I'm good. so mad about what happened. It's there's no, there's no Mushu, so it's not a good yeah, film. No, but that's another thing. Like after, after my who, family. I, I feel so bad for you, Eric. Like I mean, like for for like you, you got really excited. You watched it beforehand, and then you didn't even enjoy it. <laughs> like, I like it just seemed like like it was. <sighs> I feel like they, it was a Hail Mary play. They were like, I don't think this is going to do well anyway. Let's just try to get a bunch of money from a bunch of rubes and make just out like bandits. <laughs> <laughs> I did. <laughs> That's fair, because it was a bad movie. Much dishonored of my family. Um, oh, dishonor. <laughs> she just dishonor. wasn't good enough, Eric. Oh, my God. The whole movie was about dishonor. Dishonor of my family. <laughs> dishonor of my family. The whole time. I was reading I was reading other reviews of the movie and every single person wrote the exact same thing like I never had like realized how much dishonor and honor I needed to like hold in my family like, every like every Asian person that I saw on Twitter said that too they're like I never yeah. knew I was supposed to be so so, so yeah Simu yeah. Liu who uh, who's um who's uh what's his name um Kim's convenience. Well, I was going to say uh, in Marvel, he's, um, Oh yeah. yeah he's going to be the, uh, um, oh my God, legend of, uh, Shang-Chi. Shang-Chi. Yeah. yeah. Oh, he's that's Shang- right. Yeah. He's Shang-Chi. He was sitting there. It's like, yeah, I guess, uh, I guess I have so much more honor. I said, I say Kim's convenience. Cause you know, we don't know when we're getting, well, Shang-Chi. now we have a Marvel and a star Wars character from Kim's convenience. Right. So yeah, that's amazing. Um, anyway, by the way, Appa from Kim's Convenience got on Kim's Convenience, uh, got on Mandalorian because Dave was a fan of him on Kim's Convenience. That's awesome. That's that, awesome. So, nice. And he knew he was a big nerd because his Instagram is all of him in cosplay. Like yeah. he's been a cosplayer for years. Oh my God. So awesome. Canadian sitcoms are blowing up, man. They're good now. They have more than one mm-hmm. camera and more than one light. <laughs> like who knew? <laughs> now, now it's two lights. I know. And sometimes colored ones. Two. We do love Canadian um, television. We're just joking. Uh, Canada people out there. Um, To add on (laughs) to this um, news about Warner Brothers, a bunch of theaters and a bunch of uh, movie theater uh, movie companies like Legendary, who partners up with Warner Brothers, are really angry. So they're going to try, and some of them are trying to sue Warner Brothers for releasing these films before they, you know, said they had their go. (laughs) Legendary. Didn't know that they were going to release Dune, which is obviously a giant film. And I think <coughs> Syncope, that's not the right company. The people who do the Godzilla films. Oh, yeah. So Godzilla. Uh, Syncope, God- Syncope is uh, Chris Nolan's company. Oh, yeah, you're right. Um, legendary. I think it might be actually Legendary again. But um, Godzilla versus King Kong is going to HBO Max as well. And. Yep. Um, and. And Legendary was actually in talks with Netflix about them purchasing the film for their streaming service. So they lost out on a $250 million deal. Oh, my God. Because of that announcement. (laughs) So they're like, what the F? So there's a lot of um, strife about that. This is a new wave of network war. Yeah. Good. Good. Uh, Let them all kill each other. (laughs) (laughs) Good. Fight it out. We'll get all the good stuff. Let them fight. Let them fight. Yeah. <laughs> so, on to the main topic of the evening. We're going to be talking about two games, two games made by Ubisoft that were released really close to each other. <laughs> we're not talking about Watch Dogs Legions because we actually had that chat with uh, Shows the other week. And, uh, oh, not Legions. We talked about Watch Dogs. 
yeah. while streaming the video game. That was a bad idea for those <clears throat> wondering. You can't play video games while talking about video games in a review format. Or at least I couldn't because I kept on getting distracted. Anyway, as I'm constantly getting distracted now, we're talking about Assassin's Creed Valhalla, which was released on November 12th. And then we're going to talk about Immortals Phoenix Rising, which was released on December 3rd. <clears throat> for the six, um, for disclosure fact, we did get review copies of both of these games from Ubisoft. So thank you, Ubisoft, for sending us a code for both of those. Anyway. Let's start with the first one that came out, Assassin's Creed Valhalla. This game was developed by Ubisoft Montreal and published published by Ubisoft, obviously. Um, it is the 12th, 12th, that's number one, two, major installment and, 20, and 22nd release in the Assassin's Creed series. <laughs> they, they, they have a few of those now. They have a couple of those yeah. games. Um, this is the direct successor to Assassin's Creed Odyssey, which was released in 2018. The game is set in 873 AD, and it, it recounts the fictional story of the Vikings' invasion of Britain. Um, the player controls Ivor, a Viking raider, who becomes embroiled in a conflict between the Brotherhood of Assassins and the Templar Order. Um, I don't think we're going to go into spoilers. I think I might be the only one that finished this game um, because it's a giant yeah, I haven't finished it. fucking it's huge. game. Um, if you thought Odyssey was big, this game is way bigger. And, I'll, and we haven't even gotten the DLC yet. Did you guys How many up? hours did you get in, in there, Eric? Um, I think um, I, so I played just the main story and I think I did something like 70 hours. Wow. Holy crap. 60 or 70 hours. Um, Damn, it's a big game. Uh, it's a yeah. big game. It's a you wouldn't think of and, it. And if you're not following the main story, like what I tend to do, and just sort of wandering around trying to collect everything, I and, look forward to seeing you beat yeah. the game in two years. <laughs> when yeah. the next one comes out, exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> when yeah. the DLC is all done. Oh my god. <laughs> um, but this game is the third in the most recent uh, trilogy of games, and. Um, do you guys want me to go into spoilers in the story or no? Uh, I mean, use your own discretion here, man. I, like, you know what's going to be like ruinish kind of. Okay, yeah. I will say that this is the end of this trilogy of games, and it's pretty definitive by the end of the um, game. Um, I will. That's probably you can take that's it, probably a good thing. <laughs> you can take that or leave it. Um, yeah. Um, we do get to find out more about the modern day settings and all the space, uh, the space astronauts and all of those people, the ancient astronauts, I guess, is the is the is the yeah. term. So, and, yeah. So can I assume that the the, the female protagonist uh, who is actually do, like the archaeologist, uh, what was her name? The Hassan. study. Hassan, yeah. Like it, that story is done. Like that kind of comes to a fruition or like. Because like I don't know, she seemed Maybe. to be the link between the three, the three yeah, games. Yeah, there, there's um. Without ruining it, I could see her coming back in future installments, but I don't think she's gonna be the main character. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that's fair. And it's exciting based on the on what happens at the end of the game. I'm, yeah, I'm not gonna spoil it because this is fairly new. Fairly um, new, yeah. But I'm, I'm only about ten hours in. <laughs> so you're still in Norway. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you, you left yeah, I, I haven't, I haven't completely maxed out that tutorial at the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> it's a long tutorial; it's like two or three hours. Well, no, I, I'm, I, I'm, it was a tutorial, and I was sitting there like, just oh, there's a village over here. I'm going to go there, and then I went into an area that was way higher level than me, and I got destroyed. 
but it was fun. You get to go back later. Um, for yeah. those who don't. No. Um, yeah, no, I, I'm I'm in England now, and I'm and I'm just sort of learning some of the mechanics still. I mean, the tutorial is probably going to go on for like another twenty hours, probably. But um, <laughs> it's 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 really cool, like building up your like where I'm at. I'm building up my village and stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Like that's yeah. Well, we'll talk about the the um, the gameplay mechanics next, actually. Um, but the storyline, um, it is a really good one. I actually really like it. It's uh, a story of these Vikings trying to sort of take take their little spot in Britain. And then you just you move out, but um, a son who's not you as the main character, your main character. Oh, wait! You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna say this. This game allows you to pick a male or female character, or it lets you pick a third option, which sort of switches between the two. What did you guys think of this option? I love this option actually. Um, I like it well because like we've always had the ability male or female since, but like I've. Yeah, like, like, uh, yeah, Sin Syndicate. And then, like, you know, come uh, uh, Origins and uh, Odyssey and stuff Actually, like that. We I got... don't think you could in no, Origins. Origins was just yeah, Origins, no. we didn't... It was just yeah, a male. Um, but once Odyssey hit, and, like, we, we had, like, a full-on, like, you know, play as either a full female or full male the entire time, same story, you know. That was great, but at the same time, it, it kind of made me go, like, oh, well, I want to play as a female next, but that means i got to play the whole game again. And I mean, by the time I finished Odyssey, uh, Valhalla is around the corner. So, you know, it, it, that was also as, a big. As you do. Um, so, I, so I, I do like the fact that because it does that switch when it's proper for the story, it kind of feels right, and you get to experience both. Mm-hmm. If you're, that, if you're kind of on that fence, on that undecided fence, yeah. So that's the point that I wanted to ask you guys about because when it gave me that option, it had already introduced the character as a as a male character. Did it though? Um, it was just a little. Trial. No, no, it doesn't. That's the thing. It doesn't. It it because like the entire beginning of the game, it's kind of androgynous. You don't know whether you're a male or a female. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. See, I, I guess I it just was a assumed. Girl. I assumed it was a girl when I. I playing. thought it was a boy. Interesting. See, ah, so then I I locked it in as a boy because I was like I don't want to be switching back and forth. I'm gonna be that's gonna confuse me later. I I, I you know I want this character to, you know, grow up as 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 they would have. That's interesting. Right. And, and so I'm curious about how they make it fit in the story. Like how, how at some point do they say, oh, well, you know, this character was actually female and not male at all. And then, oh, we're going to switch back. Like, how, how did they do it? Do you, do you want to take this, Marcus? It's okay. So uh, basically, uh, I don't want to see, I don't want to give away. I don't think this is a point door. that's going to be too, because it happens it, fairly it, early. Yeah. Okay. So and by fairly early, I think what, like 10 hours in. <laughs> What do you call so like when you choose that option, you start as a female and your um your Ivar either way. Um but like uh, what 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 do they call it when when you when do she you does think, that first switch? When she gets it's sort of like a because they're they're getting the DNA from a skeleton, there's like this desyncing type. I don't think that's the right term. Do you know what uh, I mean? It, uh, but they they called it something yeah, when it. there was like that kind of like glitch kind of thing and basically basically it's just like the it's it's it kind of is like the the information isn't isn't 100 percent. they don't know what's happening here so like when the information gets funny that way it switches and suddenly you're like a male yeah it's like when the- they inserted frog dna and it just kept on switching <laughs> genders. That's a Jurassic Park right. joke. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, that, that, that's good. Okay, so it, 
finds so it's the way. animus that's doing it. The the animus is is switching back and forth between male and female because the animus doesn't quite know which one it's supposed yes, to be. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, that's pretty much okay. It. Th- that works for me narrative wise. That works for me story wise. I wasn't sure if it was going to be something mythical. <laughs> you know, there's a lot of mythical also, in this game, which is crazy. Yeah. But that's why it works really well is because they actually thought of a way of like, if you want to play as a female the entire time or a male the entire time, it will not affect the story, but you won't get that section of the story that they've created for that switchy bit kind of choice. But if you choose that switchy bit, it's it's almost going to benefit you because you're going to get a, a richer story because it's meant to tell the story that way. Right. So like yeah. it, you, it, it can work either way, but if you, go for the switchy bit you get a, a more interesting roundabout ending i'm assuming it, i haven't gotten to the end it's also i'm be- only about <laughs> you're only I'm like about 30 like, hours in. it's also um because of the gods that are in play here it makes more sense um because of you know they have loki and odin and all these people that will switch gender based on the mythology of um mm-hmm. um Back in the day, um, back in the day, mythology. Um, back in the day when I knew Odin, uh, you know. Um, I will say one more story thing. Um, this game bridges something I never thought I would see in a video game, and that's the Assassin's Creed movie. Um, there are design aspects in this game that are lifted from the video from the movie, um, including, <laughs> including the weird animus from the movie. The, the giant spine thing that lifted it up, you know, the, the crane thing, that's in this game. And oh. it, it is, when I saw it, I sort of, yeah. <laughs> oh, there's also this one cameo. They're making it canon. <laughs> there's this one cameo at the end that I'm pretty sure is a character from the past that I want to tell you guys, but I can't ruin it. Oh, I want to tell you, but I'm not going to. It's oh awesome. god! Now it's, I gotta finish the game. You have to finish the game. Um, I mean, I was gonna finish the game, obviously, but uh, so this game, the the gameplay of this game, really um, heightens what we did in the last game. You get the rowing, you get the the really good combat that they've had in the last two games, but they also added this aspect of a base that you get to build up and upgrade. Um, what did you think of the new gameplay elements mixing with the old gameplay elements for this game? Shows. <laughs> Marcus, sure. what you think? What you think of the new gameplay stuff? Like, we—it's not just an old Assassin's Creed. You actually have to do these um, raids so that you can upgrade and keep your town safe. Like, I feel like they've been doing this for a while now with Assassin's Creed, which has been really good. Like, they've been, um, like, even uh, even thinking back to games like Brotherhood or mm-hmm. um, some some of those earlier games where you're building up a, a squadron of, of assassins and, and or you're sending them out onto missions and things. Um, I really like that about the games and, and uh, it, it made it so that the, the gameplay arc wasn't always just repeating over and over again. Just go find somebody, kill them, and then move on. Um, and so I'm actually sort of at that point in the game where I'm starting to build up that base, that, that, uh, that town. And uh, I like that kind of, that kind of thing. I, I like an open world gaming experience where I know that the next mission is ready for me. But I'm fine spending a couple of hours just exploring, um, picking up loot, getting enough stuff to upgrade my next part of the town, um, maybe getting some better gear before I move to the next um, uh, the next mission, the next quest. So um, I, I think it works pretty well. 
Hawk, if yeah. you have any questions for the, the games, please please let us know. For sure. Yeah. Like, I had seen a few videos of it online. Unfortunately, I haven't had a chance to play it yet. That. Um, yes. Do you find that the combat has moved to, into a more aggressive form over the last couple games? You know, not just, you know, <laughs> like sneaking up sure. on people. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. Actual. This, well, for this one, I mean, like, I think you guys would agree, like, this one is, like, a lot less, like, you can still be stealthy, you can still be that old-fashioned assassin, but this has become all about like charge in like you know ivar charges charges in just go in there and smash smash kill yeah. kill slice slice burn like, down i didn't the even houses. realize i had like i didn't realize i had the option to be stealthy for a long time <laughs> in that game <laughs> because i forgot like i was just i was so in depth like with the viking aspect of it being like every time your boat approached um the shore of like a town or something the option popped up on the screen to raid, so I just did it. It's so hard because it shows up and you're like, do I go in stealthy or do I just kill everyone? And it's always kill everyone. I've got a boat full of Vikings. Yeah. We got to go a Viking. The horn sounds and then it's like all hell breaks loose. So it's just kill everything in sight. That being said, I mean, the, the combat itself, like the, the physical combat layout and everything is almost the same amongst the three games. I, yeah. It kind of, um, I guess it evolves a little bit between the three. And I'd say this one, it's doesn't, it's not, a, it's not a huge upgrade on this one. Um, I mean, doing switching of the, of the hands and that kind of stuff, like is kind of interesting, but yeah, you know, more of the same. Um, it's slightly no tighter. That's it. Just slightly tighter. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I love the combat. I think it's fun, but as far as like, violence is involved and like is this like a more aggressive uh kind kind of fighting definitely yeah especially i mean some of those finishers now are pretty brutal. Brutal. like you behead <laughs> people you full-on just slash and their head goes flying upward and then you hear it hit the ground and like a cabbage rolling down your kitchen floor <laughs> you hear it just like it's crazy that was very very descriptive <laughs> yeah you're welcome um the one thing- I, I wanted i wanted oh, to ask you guys real quick what you guys thought about the the skill tree because i i, I find I it a like little it. bit okay. i don't like it at all no me, me and eric yeah. talked about this i think one day because we were like just kind of a little bit pissy about it yeah. i don't like i don't like when i have to do research into figuring out where i wanted to put my skills like because you're it, going all I, over I, the place like it, it's, they're all over the place and it made it confusing like why just give me the the lateral system or at least give me the option to change it yeah. to like a lateral system or a graph system or something but also like don't hide it behind the clouds don't hide what like if i go all warrior and what is that going to lead to i want to know don't hide it somewhere before i get to know what the hell that yep. shit is nope, and then you. when it when i decide shit i don't want to do the, all this stealth then i have to take all those points away and put them back somewhere and that's going to take me a lot of time plus it costs coin half the time like it's stupid it's fuck off <laughs> <laughs> you know what what it really reminded me of was final fantasy 8 where you had to put these stupid mm. orbs where you had to level up, and I was like, I hated it then, and I hate it now. Yeah. And, but yeah. now yeah. there's even worse because I know there's been twenty some odd years since that game, <laughs> <laughs> so I know that they know that it's bad. Just don't do uh, it. Yeah. Don't do it. Um, another thing that pissed me off in this game, like I love this game. Don't get me wrong, I yeah. really enjoy this game. Me too. Um, yeah. I think it's fun. 
I think the story's really good. Like the beginning is probably one of the best Assassin's Creed beginnings with that wolf that scared the shit out yeah. of me. Oh, um, oh my god, so good. <laughs> but the bird has no point now. The bird has no point. <laughs> yeah. Can you can you upgrade the bird or no? no. You finish the game. No. Okay. No, you can. You, you, you can. can upgrade the bird. But, this- but you don't. You don't get the powers of the bird. You don't get the lock on and like show you where the enemies are no. anymore. That yeah. doesn't exist. So what's the fucking point? I don't <laughs> understand it. And people are like, well, you know, now you can plan where you want to go. I was like, I could do that before. And I knew where people were. That's the planning yeah. part. The yeah. planning Not part. only where people were, where the freaking bears were, man. <laughs> or the treasures. You know how many times I've had to fucking circle around a city or not a city, a little town, because I didn't know where this one little gold thing was. Oh, yeah. so annoying. I that still love I will game. say, like, <laughs> definitely it's a pain in the ass. Like, I don't like that bird now. I like the bird. I like the idea of I having it was a bird. raven. Yeah. I like that it's a raven because it feels more Viking, obviously. But I mean, and I mean, it's not like anyone calls you the raven bearer. <laughs> You're the wolf kiss. So, yeah. 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 I do like that you get the pet dogs and wolves in this game. Yeah. That makes me happy. Well, so uh, at some point, can't you get like a wolf mount or like, is that only where you like, you have to buy the skin for the wolf mount or something there? You, you make friends with a wolf eventually. I don't want, I don't, I don't want to spoil that. It's a good, I want a damn wolf. Pet wolf. It's a, it's a fun, fun sign to us too. So th- this game also has that um, that thing that was introduced in the what was it Shadows of Mordor the uh, the thing where you've got the the different sort of uh, parts of the these Templars that you have to hunt to find the next one to find their leaders to find yeah was that in Odyssey as well yep yeah it was yeah yeah it was, it was pretty much <clears throat> it is this is pretty much the same as Odyssey it's just in a different setting I I mean I I do appreciate that just because once you kill somebody it's like who's my next target you kind of have to do a little bit of work at it. I mean, it makes the it makes it feel a little bit more rewarding when you finally find track down that person you're looking for. But at the same time, how many times I've like randomly run into the guy I'm supposed to assassinate, or like randomly run into another person that I'm not supposed to assassinate yet, but then I just I kill them anyway, and mm-hmm. you know I've I've lost out on a whole bunch of like story arcing <laughs> because I've done that. Did you guys um, play uh, Fate of Atlantis, the DLC from the last game? Yes. Oh. Yes, so you. I haven't finished it yet, but oh. I'm, I'm in it. So yeah. the end of that, the the story wise, is actually fairly important to this game, and it's weird that a DLC storyline would be so important in this game, like a future game. Really? Yeah. Like the DLC's Atlantis storyline. Yeah. Carries on. Yeah. Oh shit. Because you get oh, the spear, shit. right? You get the spear of destiny, and yeah. stuff happens because of that spear. Um, at the end of that DLC. You kill oh, you, you kill sense. a person yeah. on your team. It's an old game. Yeah. It's not really that much to spoil. Um, and that's why you see it in a box in this game because it has this influence on Hassan that sort of makes her do things. Um, but yeah, but it also oh, keeps okay. her immortal. So there you go. Um, I mean, that's a plus. That is a plus. But then you go a little crazy. Oh, there's so many things I want to talk about in the ending. Oh, it's this. The, the one thing I will always say about Assassin's Creed games, they're long, but I love the story. I love the sci-fi um, history aspect of it. I liked the history type stuff in this. They didn't really have a Da Vinci type person like they did in the other games. There wasn't anyone. Or Socrates. Yeah, there wasn't anyone fun. Or at least someone, I, I don't know the, hist- the the mythology and the history 
of the Vikings in England at this time. So everyone that was introduced, I don't know if they're like important because it wasn't something I looked up when I was younger. No, I mean, I, there's there's no reason why we would have been brushed up that heavily on Viking lore and yeah. Viking history. <laughs> if there was one thing that would uh, make me want to look up the Viking history, it was God of War from 2018. So there you go. Um, because this is a next-gen title, um, Shows, did you play it on PC or PS5? PC. Okay, so these are all going to be questions for Marcus. Um the one thing, like we talked about earlier, that I find weird is that we're gonna end up talking about how the controller feels. It was actually one of my, one of my pre-order um, things that was going through my mind when I was thinking about Cyberpunk is, do I get it on PS5 or do I get it on PC so I can play it now? And I end up getting it on PC because you know, PC Master Race. Do you want to play it now? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, how did the controller work for um, Assassin's Creed Odyssey? Did it work well? Did it, they utilize it to a full amount? Not to the full amount. It works well. It does do some some cool stuff. It actually took me a while to realize it too, because now one of the things I'm noticing with the haptic feedback is some of the the um, some of the, the feedback itself is so minute that you don't notice it's happening because it's it's working really well. Like Spider Man, Miles Morales is a good example. I didn't realize that it was giving me the tension in my webs. Until I, I like, well, at one point I was just like kind of not paying attention and I felt it in my hand without looking at the screen. And I was like, what the hell? And I looked up and I was like, oh my God, you can feel like the tension because like the way the, the weight of the pressing and all that kind of stuff is really cool. Um, and so, I mean, with, uh, with Valhalla, I wasn't noticing more than a few like rumbling moments at first. Mm-hmm. Um, then as time went on, like I've noticed it like, if you if you jump from a high point or if you like uh, fall in in something or you're walking through the mud, you can actually kind of feel a little bit of different resistance through there. Um, I would have liked more in the the draw of the bow kind of thing. Like mm-hmm. that's something that I, I I didn't get enough of in that in that capacity uh, for feedback and stuff, which I assume I'm hoping will be a bigger part in other games in the future, like the new uh, Horizon. Zero game nine. that comes out and stuff like that I, if if i don't feel something on that bow then there's something wrong with the game <laughs> yeah. i feel like this being this being a cross-generational game it's not going to be utilized as yeah i i totally forgive it for that and really i mean like i said I, I think like i think we've said a few things that have bothered us about this game but really the game is gorgeous and i love the, the designs the character designs i love the, mm-hmm. the world that it's created um, and it's nice within that world because you can kind of get a little bit of everything. You want snowy peaks, you got it. You want like lush forests, it's not. It's there. It's not as colorful as um, Odyssey got, mm-hmm. especially especially in the DLCs and stuff like that. Uh, but I mean, I haven't seen everything in the game. Maybe there's more that is still there. But it's gorgeous. I love the game. I love the idea of Vikings. It's a lot of fun. There's a lot of glowy parts later. But that's I figured I was was looking forward to that. There's actually um, I I don't know if you remember this from Odyssey, but there are legendary weapons, right? That you can get um, and they have that in this game as well. And those legendary weapons are awesome. Um, And yeah, definitely look for them. They some of them take a while, but, you know, Um, any final thoughts on this game? Like before we give it a rating? I just want to keep playing it. I feel like I've got a lot ahead of me and I'm looking forward to it. Does it look yeah. next gen really? Or does it just look like a good upgrade? Like 
Spider-Man Miles Morales was a next-gen game. Like, that game was gorgeous. Or is this just yeah. a pretty-looking PS4 game? Um, I th- I think you kind of nailed it, just saying, like, it's kind of that cross-generational game. Like, it's it looks great. But, I mean, there's moments where I look at it and I say, oh, like, my footprint isn't matching where my leg is going. Or, like... It, it feels like me turning there is like lagging just a hint. Like there's still like small snippets that I'm like, this could definitely be improved. Um, but that being said, I, I, it does feel like it feels like a, like a really, really good PlayStation pro game, PlayStation okay. four pro game. You know what I mean? Like Fair. I wouldn't call it a PS five game yet. Ah, nice. nice. So you think like the next Assassin's Creed will be a PS five game. Yeah, Definitely. Yeah. I think so. It's like when Destiny went um, stopped being cross generational, it ended up being much better. Yeah, Hawk, I, I I threw something in there for you, man. For you, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you speak of. I haven't played Destiny in a while. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, okay, uh, final thoughts uh, and then score. Uh, I think it's a good game. Uh, I think it's a really long game. A really, really, really long game. I think one other thing I think it was a mistake was having this released right after Watch Dogs Legion and like three, two or three weeks before Immortals or yeah, Gods of uh, Phoenix Rising. Uh, Phoenix Rising. I think yeah. this this uh, this time period having those three big games from Ubisoft is a uh, is a bit of a rush. I guess they yeah. wanted to get it out before Cyberpunk took over everyone's lives, but you know, there it is. <laughs> what did you guys think? Final thoughts. Um, I thought it was, I love it. It's an awesome game. It's a lot of fun. I know it's going to consume me for a while, especially like right now I'm in the middle of getting ready for a move. So once we, the move is done and I have some time to sit down and play, like it will take up a big chunk and I'm looking forward to all of it mm-hmm. and the DLCs to follow and all that kind of stuff. Um, but like you said, Eric, like it's, it's kind of, it is kind of like crazy that Legion this and uh, Phoenix Rising all around the same time, and they all have the same like kind of target market. I think. Yeah, the open world. Yeah, so I feel like it's just kind of like, ooh, you like too many. There's too many hands and too many cookie jars here. <laughs> um, so like I just because of that, I know I'm I'm probably going to hold off on Watch Dogs Watch Dogs Legion just for a little bit at least until I get a, more of a handle. But again, this, yeah, it's another game that I really want to play, and I feel like I sh- can't jump into it just yet because I'll just be lost in in the swirlness of uh, too many games. That's fair. Uh, what about you, shows? So, <clears throat> so I'm also really enjoying it. Um, I actually tend to start these games and not finish them with, and, and it's been that way for this whole trilogy. Like I finished all of the previous Assassin's Creed games. Well, maybe not all of them, but the, the major ones. Um, but w- when it comes to this trilogy, like I, I got, you know, quite a ways into Origins and then I kind of stopped. And then I got, you know, a ways into Odyssey and then I stopped. Um, I'm hoping I can finish this one, <laughs> but it sometimes it just ends up being a little bit too much. Like it's, there's so much to play. There's so much, there's other things I have to spend my time on as well. Um, what I'm curious too, like I know that, that Origin and, um, Odyssey had the ability to go and it was almost like a, an educational version yeah. of the game where you can turn off all the violence and everything. So, Do you know if this game yeah, has that? It's, it's, um, so it, 
it was the educational walkthrough. You could actually purchase this separately. You didn't actually have to buy the games, and it would take you to all the major um, sites in the areas that they made, and then give a little history lesson. I don't know if um, Valhalla is going to have that. Um, actually, let me look it up. So you keep you vamp. <laughs> <laughs> I guess the reason I ask about that is just because it's a gorgeous game. It's so immersive. There's so much you can do, but I can't play it when my kids are around because it's so violent. And you know what I mean? My kids are still quite young. And so I I don't want to be lobbing off guys heads in front of them. Um, Even though the game has all of these cool mechanics, like, like all this explore exploration and, and the the traveling by ship and, and building the the village and and everything. Um, So I, I wonder if, uh, I know that's not what this game is about, and what it's, and that's not it what the audience a, is for. It was a but good include, like, like a really smart thing for them to do, especially since they do such detailed work and such detailed yeah. like research into the areas that they build. Like, like we were saying before, like the the Notre Dame, like they they did amazing scans and stuff for that game, and they they offered that off to Notre Dame because of the fire, and hopefully mm-hmm. they took them up on those scans, but um. Uh, the the season pass this for this game does include the educational tool, so you they will eventually release it. So that is something okay. That's a fantastic feature. Like I I never even really considered that for you know a, again as you said they put so much work and detail into this you know mainly for guys to go in and just lob each other's heads off. Uh, you know, why not? <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> offer but, the like, feature. I mean, like Shouse would appreciate this for like you know you know as an educational tool, wouldn't you? Yeah, like yeah. I wonder if you could talk to Ubisoft about getting just the educational things to put in your school, right? Because like if they had some kind of educational, um, some, some kind of business deal with with school boards, yeah. to to try to provide it. You know, you're teaching a lesson on ancient Egypt, or you're teaching a lesson on ancient Greece. And can you imagine the kids walking through that? Like they can walk. Yeah, through it. that's amazing. Yeah. They already they already have Minecraft uh, Education Edition, and they're using that in a lot of schools now too. I don't know how that would work. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a lot of exploration and building and and well, teamwork and that kind of stuff. That's like Lego, resources, right? man. Yeah. <laughs> um, but wouldn't it wouldn't it be cool if if they if they gave this game the ability to and and I mean I'm just sort of spitballing here, but if if they gave the game the ability to, um, you could we could go around, you could hunt, you could search for resources and things, and you could try to build up like uh, a base, or you could you know without without necessarily all of the without killing. With yeah. all the killing, like a diplomacy type killing. thing, that'd be. And and then they could open up game. the game to like a different audience. I don't know. It's it's not what Assassin's Creed was designed for, and I get that, and I and I do enjoy me some assassinating, but um, <laughs> it's you know it, it is like okay, kids go to bed because I'm I'm gonna play some Assassin's Creed, you know. Yeah, I mean, it'd be yeah. neat if it gave you the option. Like I, sometimes in games, I like to do the non-violent option. Like in Watch Dogs, I'm not killing anyone. I'm doing I'm stunning everyone, which I think mm. is more fun it's a little bit harder um but gives you a challenge yeah exactly oh death stranding was all about that concept not killing people yeah i guess no one understood what death stranding was i know but killing somebody in that game had dire consequences Ooh, you're making me want to play it interesting um oh sorry i forgot to ask the the out of 10 marcus what did you think this game i give it a uh nine bloody hatchets out of (laughs) ten what about you shows I will give it uh, eight, but it's very likely that it will go up as I continue playing. Ah, yes. Um, for me, I think this game was, I think it was a good game. I think it, I think these Assassin's Creed games are getting really big, and I don't know if that's a good thing. 
Um, like I love being able to explore these giant maps, but time is a resource that I don't have much of. Apparently, I yeah. do. Concerned, <laughs> I have played this game, but usually I don't sleep now, <laughs> so I can so I can get to talking about these games. Um, that being said, this game is the first one that introduced the assassins again. Like you actually see the order show up, and you actually talk to them, and they play a big part of this story which is so good i love the modern day story mixing with the old stories i think they've always done that really well and i think this game because of how it ends has a lot of consequences going forward and i can't wait to play the next one and i can't wait to try it on ps5 when i get the fun controllers um did you guys want to take a quick break before we do phoenix rising or did you just want to jump into it I'm a, I'm all right. I'm good with whatever. Let's go right into it. Jump into it. So, Hawk, feel free also to chime in with questions. I know you; these things are just boiling in your brain. Um, and uh, shows. I know you haven't played this game, so this is going to be a big question and answer between me and Marcus. Feel free to throw anything out there. I know you have that Zelda question, shows. Um, yep. So I'm gonna get I'm gonna get some water though. I'll be yeah, right back. Don't worry. I will continue. Yep. So, Immortal Phoenix Rising is an action-adventure video game, an open-world one, again, produced by Ubisoft Quebec and published by Ubisoft, obviously. The game was released on Amazon Luna, <laughs> Windows, Nintendo Switch, PlayStation 4, PlayStation 5, Stadia, Xbox One, Xbox Series X and S on December 3rd, 2020. This game actually had an exclusive demo on Google Stadia way back in the day and I got to play this like two months ago and I got really hyped for it. This was actually one of the games I was super hyped for when they announced it at E3, I think last year. Um, or was it this year? I can't remember. This year seems like the longest year ever. <laughs> so this game deals with um, a character named Phoenix. You get to play him or her. You get to pick again, whether it's a male or female character. And her goal is um, to unfreeze all these people that were turned into stone her crew had shipwrecked onto this weird island and so she landed there and she noticed that her brother ended up being cast into stone and all of her shipmates so her quest is to unstonify yeah let's go with that unstonify (laughs) unpetrify unpetrify that's a better one uh unpetrify all of these people that she knows and loves and as she goes and explores this island, it's an open world game, so you can go anywhere. She comes across many gods and monsters on her quest to save her friends. Whew, there you go. <laughs> um, that being said, did you pick a boy or girl, Marcus? Boy or girl, Phoenix? So I, I picked a boy, um, but as I played on, it felt like I should have picked a girl. <laughs> well, that's weird. Like it, no, I don't know. I don't even know how to describe it. Like as I was playing it, I think it was like the comedy, like the 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 playoffs the, that they kind of have from each other and stuff like that. Like it's a, it's a very fun game. It's very kind of like uh, like joking and laughable kind of game and everything. Yeah. But uh, I don't know. There was and also like all of the if you look up the the game like images from the game and everything, almost all the pictures are female. <laughs> yep. You know what I mean. And so I felt almost like I was a fool for picking a man. <laughs> can you switch gender? I think you can switch the gender, can't you? In the game? Oh, I don't know. I haven't looked at. I haven't looked for the at, option at the Hall of Gods. I, I, there's a there's a barber's chair that you get. Oh, that's right. Yes, you can change your appearance. So yes, you can. 
you can change. So Switch maybe I will. The, girl. the girl's awesome. But I might just change it. Because um, also the guy kind of looks a little bit goofy. But whereas <laughs> the girl actually looks like, like all the female images that I see, they, she looks like gorgeous and like kind of like heroic but the dude looks like a joke <laughs> like all but of the that might be on purpose because this game is stupidly funny like incredibly yeah. funny and at yeah. first when i started playing it i wasn't sure if it was gonna take away from the story or at least the game yeah. because it was i was laughing most of the time and that continues yeah. the whole way through well just zeus pops in and like him and that dude having the exchange him and uh, uh her yeah like the, their their little banter back and forth is hysterical, and I was just like, okay, is this is this yeah. what this game is? Like, I just I did not think the game itself could be taken seriously at that point. Uh, but then I don't know, you just get sucked into the game, and just suddenly the joking just becomes part of it, and then it's just like a funny. It's like commentators in the background, yeah, that just tell like it's it's really they are pretty, the odd couple smart. that is narrating the whole film. Um, Hawk, yes, would you, would you give us a little history lesson on who? Um, Zeus and Prometheus is are well. Zeus obviously is the father of all the you know the gods and, uh, of Olympus. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Prometheus he's a, yeah, though. Yeah. yeah, Prometheus was a human. Not he was the uh, the one who stole fire from the gods to give to humanity, and that it was considered what? the first technology. Was he not a demigod uh, though? Like is, is he not part god? I, I feel like Prometheus is in in the video game. He's giant like Zeus, so he's portrayed as a god because he's yeah, chained to a maybe. rock. To right, right, not not a titan. Uh, probably some sort of a demigod. I, I, like I, I'm sure there was a story of betrayal in that, uh, as far as Zeus went, and that, and he's appropriate, and he's a and he's punished for it, and that chained to the face of a rock for all of eternity. Uh, a vulture pecking away at his liver, which, which shows up in the game every single day. All of this. Yeah. The, the, <laughs> the crazy thing about this game is that while they talk about the mythology and everything in a joking manner, they talk about the mythology in a proper manner because everything is done properly. Um, except <laughs> Zeus is portrayed as this like drunken oaf, which I guess he sort of <laughs> is in the mythology. <laughs> So every so often he's like, I don't know. I was drinking too much wine. Then <laughs> it's so funny because you're sitting there like that. That's true. He he did try and marry a cow because he was drunk or something like that, right? Sure. Uh, I believe there was a story about him uh, transforming himself into a swan just to impregnate a woman. Yeah. Yep. Yes, there is. That sounds about right. Um, the stylistically, other than being funny, this game has this sort of cartoon. Uh, cell shading type aspect. Um, I know, Shouse, when you were uh, looking at this game, there are a lot of... Well, why don't you talk about it? Well, I I really didn't know anything about this game. And so, um, you know, just in my normal scrolling through Twitter and whatnot, I was noticing some fairly negative reviews on it because... Uh, and, and these were from some fairly well-known sort of high-profile reviewers. Uh, or establishments, and they were basically saying this game is trying to be um, Breath of the Wild, right? The, the Zelda game that uh, um, everybody loves so much on the Switch, right? So it's like um, if you immediately look at a game and compare it to something that everybody loves like that so much, then then all, all, right away you're going to start making comparisons, and they could be very negative ones. And so there were a lot of negative reviews coming out of this game even before... Um, the public had gotten its hands on it. So I, I didn't even know what to expect. I was telling you guys, I was like, I, I, you know, I wanted to go into this with an open mind, but it seemed like people were already complaining that it was just a clone of Breath of the Wild. Yeah. yeah. 
yeah, I can I can see the comparisons. Like there there are aspects of it that are are very uh, Breath of the Wildy. You do have this open map that you can go anywhere. Um, you have a horse. You can tame horses. Um, except the horses in this game are way better. Um, there's, a, there's, a, there's a Triforce. And, there's a Triforce, uh, which is weird. There are four heroes that you're supposed to save. They're, I'm they're, a master, a master sword. I mean, I don't know. There, there, there are a fair amount. The cell shading. Um, I think that Zelda was way more serious. Like that game was stupidly serious. Whereas oh, this very, is very this game so. was very funny. Like there are yeah. comedic parts of Zelda, but they were like thrown in all around. And this game is comedy all the way through. Hermes is like the most ridiculous character. Oh my! <laughs> like, like the most ridiculous uh, guy. Um, and I'm trying to think of other. You you climb. You have that stamina bar. Um, you you have which that. reminded me of. Uh... The, the what's that one? Uh, Shadow of the Colossus. Every time I saw it going, I'm like, "Come on, come on!" Yeah, come like, on. like the, they can't say that it was stolen from Zelda because it was in other games before it. Um, yeah. No, Zelda probably stole it themselves. So yeah. it's it, it's 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 funny that those comparisons were made because well, I never for, thought of it. For me, I because so I have never played Breath of the Wild. I saw Breath of the Wild, but I've never played it because I just haven't been. I haven't owned a Nintendo system or anything for for a while now. Um, so to, to me, like when I heard people complaining about that, I'm like, I it didn't even enter my mind because I never played the game. So I was like, well, whatever. I haven't played the game to begin with. So even if it is a clone, I wouldn't know and I wouldn't care. So I jumped into Phoenix Rising and I loved it. And then. You know, just to see what the comparison was like, I watched a few videos of people playing Breath of the Wild, and I mean, like, yeah, some of the cell shading, coloring, and stuff like that is similar. I wouldn't call it the same. This has a very Phoenix Rising has a definite different energy to me, for sure. It's like um, a living cartoon. Even, it is a living cartoon for sure, and like even like the the, the little creatures and uh, villains that are like sprinkled throughout the world feel way different than anything from the Zelda world, like. Uh, I, like it just yeah. it, it to me it, it, it's not the same sort of thing so i mean i don't i don't see the comparison like i mean i understand why people would be making the comparison um but i mean in a world of games where almost every game nowadays is an open world sandbox kind of style game like i feel like you can't just put a staple on it like well no that's what zelda did yeah well zelda's not the only one that's doing it everybody's doing it so this this game also has I I know I'm gonna probably get some hate for it. I think the combat's way better in this game than Zelda. Um, at, at times well, I think Zelda's a little clunky, but this game is like too- do 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 the weapons break every five swings in this? No, game? that's what made it so much better. Um, yeah, I will agree with you on that. Then each weapon also has a a perk for it that um allows you to do certain things when you're fighting. You get two weapons. You get your your sword. Wait, three weapons. You get your sword. You get a big ass hammer, and you get a bow and arrow. And um, each of them does something different. The one thing they did steal from Breath of the Wild that I really like is that when you can when you jump, this is an upgrade. When you jump, you slow down time while aiming with the bow. And I love that they did that from Breath of the Wild. It's a great feature. But um, right now, um, I know there's also all this like hate online because they have a obviously they have a store as part of this game and you can purchase money to buy stuff in the game but but i'm talking to you internet these are all cosmetic things so if you want your your sword to look different you can just change it um that's another awesome thing assassin's creed has that too like you can you can use the money or points or whatever to change your cosmetic look 
and people are angry about it there too. I don't know Hi. why. Well, I, I'm 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 a little bit for that as well, just because the, I feel the price points are way higher than they should be. Like to get anything good for any of my characters on on Assassin's Creed or even in Phoenix Rising, everything I gotta shell out at least like ten bucks. And but like, you don't, I don't need want, to. You don't need to, but how hard? It's so much harder to get the what is it? The you play points or whatever. Yeah. Or whatever they like. It's so hard to just earn them on your own and by completing challenges it's so much harder and it's like you have to go so far out of your way to get enough points to do any, of <laughs> anything of and then if you pick the wrong accessory you put it on you're like oh shit that's not what i wanted <laughs> like, yeah that's fair i i do like that they for all the weapons you do find you can customize them to look like other weapons you found so if you like the perks of one thing that's that's something i've always loved in the Assassin's Creed tubes. Cause like, I love the look of certain armor, but I want the stats of a different armor. Yeah. But I like, you know, I, I, I myself love um, natural looking armor pieces. Like I like leather or furs and that kind of stuff. So I want my character to look like that. But oftentimes in these games, those kind of armors aren't very, you know, sturdy and stoutly. So I go for like the heavy armor, but then I'll change up the, 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 you know, the cosmetics of it, just cause that's how I want my character to look. And I think that's a, that's something that every single game ever that has armor classing and that kind of stuff should be doing. Yep. I agree. Like, I don't understand why that should even be a question. Like let us cosmetically make anything we want happen mm -hmm. while keeping the stats of the armor that we've earned or found or made. Mm -hmm. There, there's just one thing. So you're speaking, you're talking about aesthetics and one thing that they designed in this game that I absolutely love, and all of you guys, as people who love art design, um, um, <laughs> they designed these gods to be giant creatures, yeah? But their, their, their skin and their armor is covered in constellations. So as you're looking to them, at them, you see the star fields on them, and it's so well done. Like, that's such a good design aesthetic. And yeah, it, it totally that was actually really... I totally I recognized it and I noticed it and I loved it when I saw it and I completely forgot about it afterwards because as you play it for a while it just becomes a normal thing but that was I remember the first time I saw it I was like that's really cool because you almost didn't notice it and I was like at first I thought there was a glitch or like something was like the, the shading was off but then like as you looked I'm like oh wait that's the dipper right there and like oh that's that's like Orion right there and like you could actually see like the kind of shapes and stuff that was really cool oh Huck did you have a question it looked like you were racing. Uh, nothing yet. Okay, no. cool. Uh, like, but everything you're saying is making me want to try. It's so good. Now. Play the game. It's a fair. It's so much fun. Like, it's a genuinely fun game to play, and it does not feel like I really thought it was going to feel a little childish, but it doesn't. It no. feels freaking great to play it, and it's just the characters are so much fun. Super cool. Um, um, I love finding yeah. the statues and just climbing like the God statues and stuff. Like that's just awesome. <laughs> Speaking of climbing things um, in Assassin's Creed, you get this really cool thing where you get to jump off of buildings and do this Eagle Swan dive. And it is very, it's very like cool. It's a cool pose, right? They hold their arms out. They swan dive down. And you're just like, there's the Eagle cry or the Raven cry. And you're like, Oh man, that's cool. In this game, there's the whole there's the whole sequence in the in this Assassin's Creed where he actually learns about that yeah that jump which right? I thought was really yeah. cool. Um, in this game, when you jump off of things, Phoenix starts yelling, <laughs> like, yeah. which is hilarious <laughs> for two reasons. <laughs> One, 
she has a really funny scream and it happens i do it way too often just because i think it's funny two she has wings so you know she's not gonna die <laughs> right they deploy right at the end <laughs> so you don't die unless you run out of uh, stamina then sometimes you die <laughs> oh <laughs> but, but it's so funny like um oh my god but again I, eric this is this is a good indication because like you're saying you have a female character yeah. and you say her scream is funny, but that you just reminded me, my guy's scream is ridiculous. It's oh, like, like, it's just like, it's so good. <laughs> You're right. That is, that is actually a really good part of the game. That is so funny. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think of other gameplay. So uh, how, uh, how next gen is this game? Like, is it a PS5 exclusive? No. Uh, this oh, is it's a very much cross-platform. Like yeah. you can get yeah. this for Switch, right? But yeah. because it's this, it's cell shaded, it doesn't need to look super nice. Yeah, game. yeah. Like it doesn't look or feel overly like like a PS5 game. Um, but I, but it's okay. I mean, like it also on the PS5. I'm not sure if this going to be the case on every system, but it runs flawlessly. Like yeah, I my, like mine has been great. Like just it's a gorgeous game. No, never any slowdown, never any loading. Like nothing. It's just it works. Perfectly. Speaking of loading, so there's this little mini game you get in the loading screens where uh, Phoenix is flying in this like star field, right? And oh then yeah, little, cri- little crystals start flying at you, which is meant yeah. for games that have to load for a while because you can collect a bunch of them. But on the PS5, you're there for like 10 seconds. So you collect like yeah, one. Like, I never, I never get anything. <laughs> I saw one, one crystal come close. I'm like, yay. And then I was just, I was in the game. Yeah. <laughs> the loading in this game is really good. They optimized it really well. I think the combat is so Hawk, you know, in hollow Knight, when I was like, if you die, it's your fault. Um, because yes. <laughs> you know that the controls are so fine. You're just game. rushing through. I think, uh, I think Phoenix, uh, um, Rising is also the same. If you die, it's because you fucked up somewhere in your combat. Um, I think, I think, well, I'm trying to think of what else. So in this game, you, there are four gods you try and rescue. Um, and there are different stages of them rescuing. They give you blessings. But because of um, the bad guy of this game, who is, what's his name? He's one of He's the He's got titans. the greatest voice ever. <laughs> what's his name? He's one of the titans. Uh, Typhon. Uh, Typhon. Typhon, yeah, that's him. Um, he took the powers from four different gods so that he could invade this world. And the way... He, I don't want to ruin who the four gods are because when you meet them for the first time, you're like, oh, they look weird. It's because he took away their power and they he made them all funky and weird. So, <laughs> <laughs> it, it's, it's really funny. I'll, I will ruin one because I think it's the... No, I don't want to ruin the first one. This, the, the first... The first one is Aries, but I'm not going to say what he turns in. I got it. You know who it is, right? Um, yeah, yeah. So Hephaestus is the 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 maker of the gods. He makes like armor and stuff. Um, but they made him into a robot, which is so funny. Anyway, I'm not. I'm going to ruin these guys because they're so good. Like the the four gods that they <laughs> that you have to rescue are amazing. I think this game is phenomenal. Um, any oh wait because you played we played it on PS5. We have to talk about the controller. And I have to admit, I was disappointed by the controller in this game because there's not really any anything like yeah. even the bow and I, arrow. You can't feel it. Oh. No, I again, I was I was I feel like it's going to be one of those things where there is some at some point I felt something on the controller. It's, it's when you're zooming. It's when you're zooming in on the map or not on the map when you're doing that far sight when you're standing. That's right. Yeah, the far sight thing. That's the only time you feel anything. The yeah. rest of the game, you feel nothing. 
Um, but again, I, I, at this point, at this stage with like the cross generational uh, games and stuff like that, I'm not even expecting anything. I am fully expecting like the haptic feedback and the 3d audio to really be optimized in about a year. Yeah. Like that's, I'm, I'm fully expecting that or like with their like big title releases. Mm-hmm. Um, that's that. So, I mean, I'm not disappointed. I mean, I am disappointed. I, I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Um, because the, the haptic feedback on the controller is the, by far my favorite thing on the, on the PS five. It's, it's the reason why that, system is just is blowing my brain i Mm -hmm. love love the feeling of it so when a game doesn't use it (laughs) or doesn't like take as much advantage as possible with it it feels wrong (laughs) it does feel wrong that's exactly the feeling because you're holding a really nice and expensive controller expensive controller and but it's got to be part of that cross-platform thing right like when i was asking about for sure if it's an exclusive and you guys were saying it's on a bunch of different consoles, yeah, they're not going to put any extra time or effort into it. I think just based on the reception of people um, on the release of the PS5, I think that'll drive game companies into developing more for it because everyone blew their mind when they played yeah. um, that Astro game. And but I maybe when they, the yeah. <laughs> they need to get more out there, right? Like it, it was really hard for people to get their hands on a PS5. Mm-hmm. And it still is really hard and it it'll still will be for the next little bit. So I, I think maybe when we get more of them out there, then that'll be more incentive for developers as well. For sure. I'm looking yeah, forward for sure. to what they do moving forward for Assassin's Creed, for Immortals. Immortals has, so Assassin's Creed has a season pass. They have two expansions coming out. We know this is happening. Immortals Phoenix Rising also has a season pass coming, but there's only one that's con- continuing Phoenix's story. And the second one is a completely new story set in China with their gods. So, Oh, shit. Seriously? Yeah. So that Ooh. is something I'm so interested in. And I like that they're going into other, like, in well, other places. This, this is... This is like classic Ubisoft. It's like we want to be inclusive and we want to like like bring in the knowledge of like other uh, cultures and 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 stuff. I love that Ubisoft does this, and it's it's still what I think. I mean, the Assassin's Creed franchise is doing it. I always feel like they could do more. I still wanted, and I still want to this day, like an Assassin's Creed, a samurai game, like Assassin's Creed Japan. I want. China. That's what I want. And uh, Japan. Yeah. Well, you know what? Even better. Yeah. I want a, a culture I wouldn't expect, like the Maori or the Filipino people. Like, yeah, yeah, those that'd are be people cool. you would not expect as an Assassin's Creed game, and people would be like losing their shit if that happened because it's so yeah. out there. Like, we, we we would expect Valhalla, we expect America, and we're. I know a lot of us are expecting Russia one day. <laughs> um, sorry, yeah. sorry, hockey. Or I'm saying. surprised one area they've never covered is India, that because India had like a very famous like assassins organization. Yeah. That also, a li- just recently, I don't even know remember why I did it, but I was like looking up different weapons of the world, and I I stumbled upon oh, I don't remember its name, but like there's a, it's an Indian sword that is like a giant piece of very f- thin like uh, metal that actually like coils in on itself. And the way you fight with this weapon is it's like a whip and you actually like have to keep it moving to keep the sword blade out as long as possible to fight with. So you have like a shield and this giant, giant sword that's like 10 feet long, but it's like a giant whip of metal. It is the coolest thing. I watched a demo of two guys fighting each other with it and it was insanely cool. This is how I would lose an arm. That is. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. 
for uh, sure. Any? Do you guys have any questions about Immortals uh, Phoenix Rising? I keep on wanting to call it Gods and Monsters because that's what it was originally called. Um, I've had a, such a long time trying. I, it, the, the title makes sense now that I've played the game. I'm at the end. I'm at the boss. Right at the end. Like I tried nice. to beat it right before we got here. And I'm right at um, the back. Eric? Yeah. How, how did you? I loved when the game started and Typhoid actually spoke. Like his his accent, his like voice was so hilarious. Good. Like it was so good. Oh my god, I loved him. I loved him so much. All the voice right acting the in this game is really good. All of it. Yeah, I I think. Uh, so so I've got a question. No, yeah, yeah, go for it. Yeah. Um, would this game be um a little bit more kid friendly than say an Assassin's Creed? Yes. Yes, for yes. sure. Because there's no blood. There's no blood. There's the no enemies blood, are right? like monsters okay and when and when they die they evaporate into like dust like that's and they're gone yeah okay right and then but then if you go back to that area like 10 minutes later there's probably one of them still flying around again yeah they keep going so it's like it's like you can just say like to them like oh it makes them disappear for a little bit and then they're back (laughs) my six-year-old and my two-year-old have sat down with me while i played the game they think nice okay um cool they don't get the dirtier jokes which is good but uh, <laughs> nice. Yeah, that's that's it, something for the grownups. It, it's like yeah. Animaniacs where they have jokes that will like just pass over <laughs> yeah. your head as a kid, but are still funny. Yeah. Um, speaking of Animaniacs, the new one's really good on Hulu. Um, it's also on Teletoon in Canada, so you should check that out. Nice. Um, yeah. Any other questions about Immortals: Phoenix Rising before we give our final thoughts and our score? Marcus, why don't you give your final thoughts and score? You get to be the first one. Right. Yes. Um, I I love the game. I actually love the fact that it's like a, a little bit more of like a slightly kid friendly, but still fun for everyone to play. It's colorful. It's bright. It's adventurous, but it's like it doesn't feel dreary. It doesn't feel dull. It doesn't feel like it's the kind of game that you can take a break with or you can spend hours doing a campaign with. So it's kind of like a perfect game itself. Um, cause I know I get fatigue from playing some of the heavier games, some of the bigger, like chunkier games that have a lot of serious violence and blood and stuff. So something like this is super great to just kind of take a break with, or if you're in the mood, just play all the way through. So I think it's a great game. I hope Ubisoft does more like it and more with it. Mm-hmm. And hopefully this series kind of sparks a new, franchise for them because honestly i would love more of these i would love like the you just mentioning the china one sounds so awesome and i would love to play it so which i will play it when it comes out so that's that's great (laughs) um i would give i would give it like an 8.5 out of 10 um i i love it and i honestly think if by the time i get to the end of it that'll probably even go higher because it is a fun fun ass game super hilarious and great characters i can't get over the like i love the colors i love the colors oh, it's so bright it's yeah, so nice it in 4k is. oh my god it's just oh yeah so nice um so uh, like marcus i i enjoy the hell out of this game i think it's really fun earlier i was talking about assassin's creed and how big it's it is as a game and that's just the regular main story um this game i've done most of the side missions most of the side temples or not temples, the little cave things. And um, I think I'm at 32 hours and I'm at the end. Yeah. So that is a nice size game, right? That is a fair big, big chunk. Um, I it's fun. Well, that, that used to be big games. <laughs> yes. Yeah. 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 That used to be a final <laughs> fantasy. 
But um, yeah, like I think this game, the humor, the design aesthetic, the the voice acting is phenomenal. Um, I think the gameplay is fun. Um, it's just everything about this. This might be my favorite game that Ubisoft has released in years. Like mm-hmm. this game, right is, this game is so good, and I think it's so much fun. And I like sitting down with my kids and playing it. And I love the mythology and the way that while there is some reverence to it, they also make fun of it, <laughs> which yeah. I think is amazing. Because um, humor in this freaking year is much needed. Yes. Um, that being said, I'm going to give it a 9.5 out of 10. And oh, that, yeah. that 0.5 is off because there are some temples <laughs> that are just so hard that I've wanted to throw my $80 controller and <laughs> at the wall. You know what? You've just made a good point though. Like that's another thing about this game is it's deceptively like challenging. Like the puzzles themselves are start off really simple. You're like, Oh, no problem. It's one of these puzzles. I'll stand here. I'll shoot my arrow. I've opened that gate. No problem. But as time goes on, you're like, shit, where am I supposed to do things? How do I get to that? How do I, like it gets challenging, which is a lot of fun because you don't want to just make it too easy. Yeah. You know, but there's this one side temple that I, I just can't beat. I can't do it. And I don't know why. And I have the solution. Like I have it. I know how to beat it because I have it. The internet tells me what to do, but I can't do it. My fingers are too old. You are too old. My fort. (laughs) Why can't you move faster? I will do it one day and I will get the platinum in this game. But this is a game that I feel like I'm going to platinum. I like because I want to do it. And I have two platinums already. Wait. Yeah, two Platinums on my PS5. Bug Snacks, which you should play because it's Bug Snacks. And <laughs> and the remastered of Spider-Man um, because I Platinum the PS4 game and they automatically gave me all my trophies <laughs> when I imported my game. <laughs> <laughs> so I got a free Platinum. Um, but yeah, gah, yes, play Immortals Phoenix Rising. This game is so good. Um, the fact that they're doing all this DLC and... China. Oh, I'm so excited. Play this game. It's so good. I'm going to stream more of it. Um, I didn't get to stream it because I've been playing it at weird hours because I've had weird hours for work. Um, any final thoughts, guys, before we head off? Shows? Hawk, go play some games. Let's go play some games. Um, we well, be- I absolutely love I absolutely love this review of Phoenix and that. In fact, it's actually kind of made me consider putting it on the Christmas lifts and that. I, I, yeah, unle- I think unless you have a PS5 this year and that, like it, the holidays is looking a little bit bereft in that for gamers. Uh, so this has really kind of piqued my interest in that. The and good thing is it's on it, both systems, right? Yeah. Actually, I think I may, I may just go with the Switch version of this. Ooh, yes. I wonder, be pretty, you know what? Fun, just, they, just check how it runs because I know a lot of yeah. games on the Switch don't run as well. The, it's funny mm-hmm. because some of my favorite games um, have been set in this mythology thing, but also in this year, 2020, Hades was released, uh, which is this um, dungeon game, and it's based on this mythology as well. And if you haven't played Hades, you should also check that out. It's wonderful. Um, yeah. Shows, Marcus. Anything? Yeah. We all good? No, it was great. It's great. Loved it. I, I it's a it's a happy game to end with. Like I just it's it's just it's a good game. It's a fun and happy game. I like it. Yeah. I love it. I agree. And it doesn't seem tedious. 
You don't have to walk yeah. and talk to people like in Assassin's Creed. Ah, Assassin's Creed, why have you put that back in the game? <laughs> anyway, thank you guys for coming on and talking about these two games. I look forward to talking to you about our fi- our favorite games on the PS4 generation. Um, that's going to be our next episode. And then, or I don't know if our next one's going to be about Mandalorian. We'll find out which one comes first. But yeah. again, Shouse, Hawk, Marcus, thank you for coming on. Thank you all out there listening to us. Uh, thank you for coming and spending your time with us to talk about video games. You out there in Twitch, I think it's you and me, Shouse, in the Twitch right now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> watching us. Um, thank you. We appreciate you. Um, have a good one. Stay safe out there. We'll talk to you soon. Goodbye. Hey. Bye. Well, that's it for us this week on Geeks with Kids. If you want to get a hold of us, you can send us an email at podcast at geekswithkids.ca. And don't forget to like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash geekswithkids. Follow us on Twitter at geekswithkidscn. Check out our pics on Instagram at geekswithkids. And you can find all of this good stuff on our website at www.geekswithkids.ca. So if you like what you hear, why don't you hit that subscribe button and leave us a comment. This podcast can be found on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, YouTube, and your favorite podcasting app. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time.